0: So you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I know that I missed last week and that's because I was sick as a dog. So um, if you hear my voice being breathy, that's because taking off my boots causes me to be out of breath at this very moment. However, I do want to give you um, just one piece of a speech that I gave um, in Canada. That's where I was. That's what I was doing. It was at the Real Life Conference, which you should all go to because it's amazing in uh, Canmore. I met lovely Canadians who are beautiful. Shout out to all of you. You are stunning, stunning individuals. And this is the part... um, that I think is relevant to roughly everyone on earth at this moment, including myself. And that is um, discerning between the ability to get smaller or bigger in any given moment. What I mean by that is, imagine for a second that I have a kitten in front of me. This is a purely innocent little tiny kitten. It's not doing anything any wrong. Um, And then I imagine that I kick that kitten. Imagine... The amount of pain and injury, the amount of surgeries that kitten will have to have, the amount of damage that I can inflict by kicking a kitten. Just, I know, I know. You know, this is just in your imagination. I'm not a bad person. I promise this metaphor is going somewhere, okay? Imagine how much harm you can do when you kick a kitten. Just purely physical, brutal, brute force damage. And then at the other end of an imaginary spectrum that you've made in your mind, I want you to imagine that there's an elephant in front of you. Now, the average elephant, and I've been reading about the behavior of elephants weighs somewhere between um, eight and twelve thousand pounds. Males often get to be higher on that spectrum. So imagine that I stand in front of an elephant and imagine that I kick that elephant for all that i 'm worth now, instead of being shocked that i 'm a bad person and feeling bad for the kitten you 're going to feel shocked that I'm that stupid and feel bad for me because you know how I'm going to fare against that elephant. It's not going to go well for me. Despite the fact that I'm exerting the same amount of force with the same intent upon this creature, the elephant is going, <laughs> it's not going to go well for me when I kick an elephant. What I'm saying here is that there's this, this sense we have that if we could just get smaller in the world, maybe it won't hurt us. So if we could just like tone it down or shut it down, if we could just stop feeling things, if we could just stop being so loud or so big or so full of ideas or dreams, if we could just keep it down, if we could just get smaller, that somehow the world would hurt us less. When in reality, that's exactly the sort of thing that makes you a kitten. And the surface area of a kitten, when it's being kicked to the curb, you are so, 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 so much more vulnerable than when you choose to get bigger in your everyday life and in your everyday activities and in your everyday energies. So for example, imagine that someone is reading mean tweets to me as an individual, how that would fall in terms of how much they would hurt me. They'll probably hurt me quite a bit because I don't, I don't even have a Twitter account, let alone get mean tweets. And then imagine someone who I view as an elephant, who's fairly not controversial, like the Dalai Lama. Imagine the Dalai Lama reading mean tweets. He would probably just laugh really fucking hard because he has way better things to do than worry about mean tweets. And then imagine that friend of yours, the quote unquote friend who's not actually a friend, imagine her reading mean tweets and she just falls into a sobbing heap and then doesn't do anything for four days because the mean tweets hurt her so much. Or him. Where would you like to be on that spectrum? Because I can guarantee that it's less painful in the long term to be an elephant because you get bigger. Your energy gets bigger. You get really clear about the things that matter and you choose to step into greater and greater power and authority every single day. So how do you move toward being that sort of big human? energetically big, who's capable of taking the kicks and the blows of everyday life without having them completely destroy you. I'm going to give you some options right now. I'm so glad you asked. First, when people express judgment and dismay at what you do or how you make your living, you have a choice. You can go kitten, which is, you know what? I'm just, I'm just a photographer. I'm just a writer. I'm just an entrepreneur. I'm just a coach. Anytime you put just in front of something that includes your job title, you're getting smaller. Or you can say, you know what? This is what I do. This is how I make my living, and I'm really fucking good at it. And you can become an elephant. My mom still doesn't understand that people pay me or why people pay me or what they pay me for. She doesn't think that business coaching is a real thing. She doesn't understand why anyone would want to read my books because they have swears in them. And uh, she's still pretty shocked that people give me any money at all because I have pink hair. I can choose to be chronically misunderstood and to make the story of how my mom doesn't understand into some sort of sob story that I hold in front of me. And that would be choosing to kitten. Or I could say, you know what? She's 74. She doesn't have to get it. It's okay. She still loves me. She still thinks I'm a good person. She still knows that I'm off doing my thing and she's still proud of me, and I can choose to elephant. But I'm moving along that spectrum every single day. When people want to hire you, are you in the hiring mode of, okay, somebody reached out and they want to hire me, and I respond in a small time frame, like say less than 24 hours? Or are you the person that lets something go for a week or two or three or four, hoping Of course, that they'll hire you, but also hoping that someone else will step in in the meantime, because the longer your response time is when someone wants to hire you, the smaller you're being in the world. Or when you're being hired, when someone wants to hire you and you know right away that they're a bad fit and you know when that's happening, if you let them hire you anyway, because money's money or because this is just what you do, you're choosing to abuse yourself with a bad client and that makes you kitten. If you're like, your money is no good here, I'm so sorry, we're not a good fit. This is not going to work out. You're getting bigger. You're becoming an elephant. You're getting stronger in who you are in the world. When you're in overwhelm, meaning that there are these seemingly endless tasks swirling around you, when you allow yourself to just swirl in the endless tasks and not take on any of them, you're getting smaller. You're kittening. You might feel very important. But you're kittening because you're unable to discern between what is urgent and what is important. Urgent is you have to take a bathroom break. Important is this work has to be done because it is my life's work. When you prioritize urgent over important every single day, all day long, you don't get very far in your work and you feel fucking miserable. When you prioritize important over urgent, like yes, this will get done. It just doesn't have to be done first thing you're moving in the direction of elephant. When you have a bad review, or a 90% happy customer, or even the threat of a hint of a bad review, if you hide, if you cower, if you offer a refund immediately without ever hearing what went wrong, if you let other people's rumors about the review that's coming down the pike get to you, that's kittening. And if you address that person openly and honestly, In direct conversation, either in person or on the phone, you are becoming an elephant. You're getting bigger. And you can often work out things that seemed completely insurmountable in email or text by just talking to a person on the phone. Anytime you say, I think this is going to be an awkward conversation, you're becoming an elephant. Because just by virtue of saying that out loud, it gets easier to move into the next thing, which is to say the awkward thing. Because you've just set them up to hear it. When people ask you if they can get something cheaper, you can choose to take that as a personal affront. Like, oh, you mean that I'm useless. You think that I'm horrible. You think that my work has no value in the world. That's all moving in the direction of kitten. That's getting so much smaller. Or you could acknowledge that, hey, that's what every single article in what seems like the history of the world asks you to do right now. So I'm not going to take that personally and the answer is no, that's the best price that I can offer, here's what I can do instead or these are the spots that I have available. You don't have to take it personally, you don't have to make it a big deal, you don't have to make price be the determining factor in whether a person hires you or not because you handle it graciously and you go full elephant. You don't let that single annoying little think affect your livelihood and your life and your work. I'm so sorry for snotting on you. I just have a cold and I'm trying to get this done because I need to say these things. The same thing goes for busy when you hide behind busy. When someone asks you about what are you doing next week? Uh, I'm busy. What are you doing next month? I'm busy. What are you doing next year? I'm busy. Those are all ways to kitten. I've written about 700,000 words in the last seven years. I've produced a tremendous number of projects. I've had a six-figure business that whole fucking time Um, and I haven't really ever described myself as busy because I understand, and that sounds terribly, horribly conceited, and it's not meant to be. What I mean is that I have days that are full. I have days that are scheduled. I have some that are more scheduled than others. But when I just, I don't ever take up the shield of busy and then just sort of let my eyes glaze over and swirl behind that in overwhelm for long periods of time, if that makes sense. When your days are full and you have focus, that's absolutely lovely and wonderful. That's moving you in the direction of elephant. When your days are just, quote, busy, unquote, it's often moving you backwards because it feels like you're just dying under a pile of tasks. So it's your job to move out from under those tasks or to get those tasks done and then to ask someone else to do them or to establish that, okay, these tasks will take over for the next X days and then that will be done and we will move on to the next thing, if that makes sense. That the more that you refuse to be buried under busy and overwhelm, the more that you're moving toward elephant. Full days are wonderful. They're joyous. They have so much going on for them. And busy days just feel like you're caving into that endless swirl and cycle of just nastiness. The nastiness of feeling like you're never done. You're never enough. You're never going to get there. And this is never going to work out. All those things are kitten thoughts. The same thing is true when it comes to marketing your work. When you come to a place where you can say, this is what I have and this is what I have to offer you at this moment, you're moving into Elephant. When you panic and you offer super duper discounts at the last minute that you didn't really think out but that you just hope work out, that's Kitten. When you don't say anything until the last possible 10 seconds that are available to buy, that's Kitten when you allow yourself to say, this is what I do. These are the people that have said kind things about me. Would you also like to take part in this? You're moving toward elephant. These are choices that you make every single day and they aren't a choice. It's not like some choices that you make just once in your life and you're good to go. This is a choice that you make every single day. Are you going to get bigger today? Are you going to get smaller today? Are you going to let the world destroy you today? or are you going to get bigger today? And the truth is, some days the world fucking destroys you because that's just the nature of life. And other days, you win. You manage to be bigger than the world's set of tasks that were lined up for you that day. But every single day when you wake up and every single day when you begin doing your work, you have the choice of whether you want to get bigger or smaller that day. And after a number of times that you just keep getting bigger and keep getting bigger and keep getting bigger, you're going to see big changes. The things that would have irritated you six months ago suddenly don't irritate you anymore. The things that would have completely taken you down a year ago are like vaguely irritating things in the corner right now you're capable of growing, you're capable of growth, you're capable of moving in the right direction. And it doesn't have to be this thing that happens all at once. It's this daily move toward progress, toward the right direction, toward a bigger, more conscious, more fully vulnerable and authentic you. You're capable of that. You're capable of doing that every single day. And I can't wait to see what happens as you move in that direction. I totally apologize for my voice being weird and being all snotty and stuff, but I just had to say these things, that as you watch the political things happen, and as you watch responses to those things happen, you can choose to shut down, you can choose to get smaller, or you can choose to move in the opposite direction and get bigger. And at any time that you find yourself getting smaller and smaller, it's also okay to just withdraw yourself from the conversation. Your being on Facebook talking about politics probably is not necessary at this moment, Just watch, just observe where you're getting bigger, where you're getting smaller. Observe which people make you bigger and which people make you smaller. And then try not to have relationships with the people that make you smaller. Just keep moving in the direction of bigger. Just keep moving in the direction of doing your important work. And keep moving in the direction of loving yourself way more than you ever thought possible. Even though that sounds totally cheesy, that's the direction that we're moving. That's the side of the elephant. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself While you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine. While quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills